This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. We've got a question for thank you. That was so kind. We've got a question for you on the Colleen and Bradley show. The question is, what do you find to be the most distracting sound? 651-641-1071. What is the most distracting sound? Why are we asking? Okay, so because I read this article and I was like, I I aspire to this level of um, sureness and fame in my life. Ricky Gervais banned ice at a theater in London at a show. He banned ice? Ice, like in beverages, because he finds the sound to be distracting. Oh, And I was like, that is a flex. I love that. I was going to say, well, hey, if, if you're Ricky Gervais, apparently you have the power to request such things. How right? is ice annoying? Like people well, chewing it or clinking it? I think the it? clinking of it, like in a glass, yeah. like, you know, I, I can understand how, I don't know. I don't, I personally don't find it to be distracting, but I can see how a lot of ice in a lot of glasses would get distracting. And I just love that Ricky Gervais is like, banning ice no more ice yeah i also i mean i just love that like your way of dealing with your discomfort with ice is like i shall just ban it from the world right Right. like i I aspire like dealing with your own stuff although i was gonna say i don't actually aspire to to moving into a space and being like you know how i would like to deal with this discomfort i should like to make it go away i will delete it yeah much like kim kardashian's yeah. trapezius muscle yes uh 651-641-1071 what do you find to be the most okay. distracting right. sound distracting sounds do you have one on the tip of your uh, tongue yes well you I don't like you, mouth sounds that's, i, know I was that. gonna say you know what mine is so like chewing i find that to be extremely distracting I will say there, but okay, we're done now. Thanks, that was fun. <laughs> the one, but I will say, like, we have figured out how to work through it. But the parade is a distracting sound each and every day. Yeah, that's just loud noise. It's incredibly right? loud, and it can be. It has the power to be distracting. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What do you find to be the most distracting noise, we, Bradley? Oh, I was going to say. Oh, we do, have we have, do we have? We, okay. have, okay. we have, we have. By the way, I, I have more when when we Great. need them, so I know <laughs> you can't wait. Who do we have on the line, Holly? Tiffany's here. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Tiffany, I loved your mall tour. Um, <laughs> Tiffany, what <laughs> what is the most distracting sound? Um, the straw in a big gulp when it goes oh. in and out of the lid. Oh, so that like... Yes, yes. Okay, so I agree with that. That is, like, that makes my body bristle but also i thought you were going to say the other thing i find very distracting which is when you get to the end of the big that's what i was going to say the end where they have to get every single piece out of it like my daughter does 
I had a friend that called that the more please sound. And he would do that at restaurants to get the attention of uh, the wait staff. That's yes, hilarious. It's the most annoying for me. <laughs> Tiffany, thank you for your call. Thank you. You too. 651-641-1071. What's the most distracting noise? Holly, do we have any other callers? Not yet. Okay. Because here's my other thing. My kids know this. Repetitive sounds. Any repetitive sound. Like if a person is humming and they keep humming the same thing over and over again. Yeah. It'll like get. I I'm a, I'm apparently I'm very difficult. You uh, you have well no you're just aware of the things that annoy you. Apparently. Yes, the sounds get sounds get in me. Like I, I just there's something about noises where I'm like, isn't is everybody on edge right now? But no, apparently it's just a me thing. Yeah, I just well I think of you know there's some like distracting noises, but there's annoying noises like you know like my dog barking is annoying. It's mm-hmm. not distracting. I mean, sure, it's distracting, but it's more annoying than anything um, or any loud dog barking right. incessantly. Like, that's no fun. Right. Is there a distracting noise for you? I mean, I, th- it's like, am I distractible? Then any noise could be distractible. True. True. Right? Like, any noise that I'm not making, and if I'm not, you know, able to focus, it will distract me. Yeah. Yeah. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's the most distracting noise? Holly, any other callers? Crystal's here. Crystal, hi. Crystal. hi. Crystal, what's the most distracting noise for you? Um, when you're driving and there's a rattle in your vehicle and you just oh. can't figure it out. Yes. It drives me crazy. I will it can be very distracting. touch everything in my vehicle trying to figure out what is rattling. Crystal, you just spoke to my heart because this happened to me the other day. Um, sometimes if you, like... Sometimes in the back seat, if you get out of the buckle and leave it in a weird like place, it'll rattle in the car and it'll drive me insane while I'm driving. And then I'll stop and I'll go, I'll, you know, I'll, don't worry when I stop, I'll fix it. And then I'll forget. And then I'll be driving again and it's still happening. And this happened to me for like a week. So I'm with you, Crystal. I hate that. It, and you it's, can never yeah, find what it is either. It's the worst. Thank you for your call, Crystal. The other thing about in the car that I get distracted by is when my, and this happens all the time, when my blinker is going a different rhythm from the music I'm listening to. Oh, yeah. Well, that's going to not last very long. I know, but in the moment, it really bugs me. Oh. So, hey, car makers of America, please uh, condition Wouldn't that your- be great? You you want the car makers to sync? No, I, I actually be don't so because cool. I think the whole point of knowing your blinker is on oh, is, is that you're aware it. that it's on. That's a fact. Because if it's annoying, that means it's doing its job. That's a fact. Yeah. That is true. Oh, we yes. have lots that of folks true. on the line. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Okay, who do we have next? Let's go to Colleen. Hi. Oh, hello, Colleen. What a lovely name. What do you uh, find to be the most distracting noise? People who crack their knuckles. Oh. oh, knuckle cracking that's doesn't just, do the trick oh, for you. That's just annoying Ugh. and gross. <laughs> Are, so you're not a knuckle cracker yourself? Absolutely not. Yeah. Does it like make you hurt? Like what? Or is it just annoying? It hurts well, me. Well, because my daughter is a, she cracks her knuckles, and every time I go, "Ow!" Like it's not happening to me, yeah. and she's like, "It doesn't hurt, but it feels like it." Yeah, it's just the popping sound, and when I was in school trying to concentrate, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, Colleen, thank you for your call. That's a good one. Yeah, it is. Uh, Holly, who else do we have? Pam. Pam. Hello, Pam. Pam, what do you find to be the most distracting noise? Hi. Um, Well, I spent a lot of time traveling back and forth uh, before I married my husband to Chicago, 
and anything that was, excuse me, in the car that was moving or rubbing Mm -hmm. or clicking, Mm -hmm. not the car itself, but, you know, the load that I was carrying or whatever, oh, no, I have to stop and pull over and fix it. I I could not do six hours while listening to that. I yeah. totally relate. Like, if there's something in my trunk and it's moving, I yep. need to secure it because it will drive me nuts. Yeah. Oh, That's absolutely. Great. Thank you for your call, Pam. Who else do we have, Holly? Noelle's going to give the last word. Wonderful. Noelle, you are our final word on this. What is the most distracting noise? You know, for me, it's just having the TV on and the background sort of just uh, enough, either very loudly, which is the worst, or just enough to be super annoying. Like, like where your ear has to strain it, to hear off. it. Yeah. Like when your ear has to strain to hear what's going on. Yeah, and, and it, or just like when it's background. Like yeah. for me, it's like I'm, I'm very sensitive to noises. So if the radio's on, I'm listening to it. If the TV's on, I want to be paying attention to it. Yeah, but when people just have the TV on all day and just yep. kind of in the background, it drives me bananas. Oh, I hear that. Thank you for your call. I yeah. totally relate to that. I, I have to turn the TV off, actually, if I'm trying to concentrate because I, it's too distracting. Yeah, because like your ear is trained to try to hear things. Yep. And so if it's on and you're trying to pay attention to it, even if you know what you're listening to, it's just, ugh. That's like I can't read and have music on at the same time. Because yep. oh, God, even if no. I know no, the no, music, no. I'm like listening to the music and not reading the words. I can't even have like, hard, you guys. like instrumental, no words music. It Nothing. has to be silence. Silence. Silence of the lambs. Well, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, speaking of eating, we are going to have a cheat day. I'm very excited about this one. This is yeah, like as we're not excited, excited about, about all, all of them. them. Yeah, this. You know what? That's that's a fair point. I'm not even going to say I'm excited anymore. Just know I'm excited. We are always excited for food. It's true. This is a new food. This is a State Fair new food this year. So we're going to try a new food. You will find out what it is when we have our cheat day after this on My Talk 1071. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, live from the Minnesota State Fair. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, it's the State Fair, and they have food here. And so every day we cheat. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. <laughs> Stick this in your mouth. What are we cheating on today, Colleen? Okay, so this is super fun. We have in front of us. The Tot Dog. Yes! From Lulu's. You've read about this because this is a big uh, new food here. And it is, by the way, I just have, I just found out on, it is in such high demand that in order to make sure that they can serve everybody, they are holding them until 1030 in the morning. So if you come before 1030 and you want a tot dog, they're going to say, come after 1030 and then you'll be able to get your tot dog. But they're just trying to make sure everybody gets a tot dog. What is the sauce that came with it? Is this like a mustard, honey mustard? Cheese. 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 Oh my god, I'm even in. better. Okay, so uh, the tot dog so experience the, looks like a corn dog. Feels like feels a sneaker. Feels like a tater. <laughs> I like right? what you did there. Yeah, so it literally is like a tater tot that wraps around a hot so dog. So there's a hot dog in here is what you're saying. There's a hot dog in there. Can I try it? It's a hot dog. You do that while I tell you a great story, right. which is that uh, Lulu's, who we love, they, they're fabulous. They also carry mm. the Betty and Earl's uh, mm. Triple Berry. Okay, yeah, Bradley, enjoy, keep enjoying. Mm-hmm. Um, we love them. 
They actually did not create the Tot Dog, and you can learn this in the Star wow. Tribune. They did this awesome profile of the woman who created mm. it is uh, a retired attorney oh. who, her name is Mary, is it Z- Zad- Zadek? Mm. And she was walking around Lake Como, and her, you know how when you're on a walk, you're like, oh, I'm going to dream about things. Well, she started to think about fair foods. I feel like I understand her. And she thought, what if you wrapped a hot dog in a tater tot? So then they experimented with it. She and her husband did. And then when they decided it was really good, they were like, let's figure out who we can tell about this. And they did research on Lulu's. They know that Lulu's always is bringing amazing food to the state fair. So they went to them and they made it happen. Okay, we need to talk about this. Okay, you talk, I'm going to eat. This is literally better than a corn dog. This is what you want a corn dog to taste like. This is what honestly you you put this in your mouth wants to be no this is what this is what a corn dog grows up to be after like therapy and getting their own place oh my god and finding the love of their life and like finally just hitting the sweet spot in life that is that is amazing and i say that because like i mean corn dogs are good but like the batter because it's that like potatoey it's like crispy but like i don't know just and there's so much flavor i I promise you I'm not I actually, over-exaggerating. No, I 100% agree with you. And the cheese sauce is just like This actually bonus. makes, yes. The potatoes are bonus. great. The hot dog is great. It's all great. I want another bite. Keep talking. Hey, no, that's your job. You're supposed to tell us what you think. Mm-hmm. So again, it's just for those who can't see or be with us today, it's literally looks like a corn dog, feels like a sneaker. Um, no, it doesn't feel like a sneaker. That's just a, what is that commercial I'm thinking of? Looks like a pump. Looks like a pump. Anyway, eats Mm. not like a sneaker. Eats like, again, better than any corn dog you've had. Oh, my gosh. Get over there. Now I understand why they're only serving these, what, after after 10 o'clock? 10.30. 10.30. Oh, my gosh. That is so good. And I don't mean to be rude, but that wiener is real juicy. It's so good. It is. He's right. It's it's all beef. Uh huh. And I just spit on my microphone. It is real good. Um. Now, mm, okay. okay. I'm just gonna have, say it, that's we, a five. That is a five. That's that, a five actually, no. Mm, sure. I'm gonna give it a six because I can hey, make. We can't do that. Sure, I can. Okay. They're my cobras. Oh, all right. I mean, there are cobras, but like you we get to decide. I'm giving it a six. That's good. Yeah, it's real good. So the other thing that we got a bonus food today. Bonus because there, pew, pew. because over at Lulu's they know we love our meat. These are uh, the tenderloin bites, which I think we've had before, and it has a horseradish sauce. I, these are just good. They're so I'm good. Gonna, like, eat all these immediately after this segment mm. is done. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You know, but I, seriously, yeah. Get that corn dog. Mm. Tot dog. Excuse me, not corn dog. No. Get the tot dog. It's the tot at dog. Lulu's. Okay, and while so you're now there, we're chewing. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna get. Oh, and those mm-hmm. meat bites are spicy. I like that. It's a little spicy. Yeah, nice kick. Um, so you're going to get the tot dog at uh-huh. Lulu's, but you're also going to get Jason's. The triple berry shortcake, well, right? That, that- but, but most importantly, you got to get that southern chick fried chicken sandwich. Yeah, okay, yeah. And, this, and then with the pimento cheese. sauce, cheese. Pimento cheese is which, so good. Which we had that on Thursday. Yeah. We have lucked out, oh. you guys. So somebody uh, asked me earlier in the week that would be yesterday because today's only Tuesday what's the best <laughs> thing you've had at the fair so far and I'm like it's really hard to say because every day we've tried one thing roughly one or two things and each day like I'm like I think that's amazing too so go back listen to our podcast if you want to find out but definitely uh, you're going to be stopping at Lulu's for a couple of things and you can share all of these things 
Yeah, but you're not going to want to. I'm going to be really the, honest. The if somebody dog, tried, to, to. if somebody tried to take a bite of this, I would punch them. Okay, calm down. Away you don't need to from be me, so not violent. like hurtful. I would be like, get out. You're this is punch my tot them, dog, but not hurtful. You know, in like a joking way that says, "Don't no. eat my tot dog." <laughs> I okay. this I would not share this. Is all I'm trying to mm-hmm. say. Are you putting limits on how many tot dogs people can get? No, oh, it's so good just you can't get them until after ten thirty. You know, like a hot I don't dog. know why you're all sitting here. I would be halfway to Lulu's by now. Like the, you know how <laughs> you want a hot dog to just be that? That's what it is. Yes, it is. It's not it's... dry. No, I, you're I can't right. say it's... enough, and I'm I'm being absolutely genuine. Here's my bigger thing: is like you mm. know you can okay. Listen, I love I love a tot. I love I love a tater tot. But sometimes you can get a soggy tot. These are not. This is not a soggy tot experience. No, it's it's very it's crispy. crispy. It is it. so good. Okay, so the tot dog. All right, what do we get from the Lulu's? Beef bites? Oh, the the the. I'd say that's a solid four. Bites are. De- I, I'm going to give them like a four and a half. All right. Because here's the other thing: is sometimes I think you come to the fair and everything is fried and everything is, you know, battered. I can hear people who are on keto going, "This is what I'm getting," and you would not be. Uh, disappointed. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's great. And the horseradish sauce, like, who doesn't want a mouthful of horseradish sauce oh, yeah. at you, all times? I, you, I would take the horseradish sauce and dip Drizzle, my hot dog. You know what? I want you to that. do that in the break if I you're would. ready for it. <laughs> in the um, break, like, uh, in the break, <laughs> I want you to dip it in the other sauce. <laughs> I'm just going to watch. We get real excited it's, about food. We like on the food. Show. I, I think my yesterday, I my entire cheat day experience lasted the entire show. Because I was eating it normally, break it was so good. Um, All right, well, Lulu's, you can go there, get your tot dog. I don't know why you're not doing it right now. Um, I did see a a family run. I hope they were going to get it. Run! Um, And we will be back after this with some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D Bags. After this on My Talk 1071. Hey guys, Bradley here. I'm very super excited to start sharing my friends. Uh, Jennifer, Bob, the whole Snyder team. And in fact, they're out here at the fair today. So uh, if you see them, um, say hello. So the Snyder team with EXP Realty, as you get to know them, I want you to remember three words, honesty, integrity, and experience. These are literally the most important things you want to hear when choosing a realtor. They have 14 highly qualified agents. They concentrate on personalized service. They have been around for 25 years, focusing on the Twin Cities and Western Wisconsin and have helped 3,000 families uh, in those last 25 years, and it's been a great experience. Here's the thing. You get to pick who your realtor is, but not every realtor is the same. You're in great hands with Jennifer, Bob, the entire Snyder team with EXP Realty, and it couldn't be easier to start that relationship. Give them a call today. Head to thesnyderteam.com. You'll be grateful you're working with the Snyder team. Tell them Bradley sent you. Oh my gosh, it's good. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, we've got some celebrities behaving badly that we want to tell you about. We call them D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Ta-da! Who's your D Bag? This pains me. It pains me to. Uh, Call Eminem and Snoop Dogg D-bags because I love them both. But I don't... Did you see... Did you... Have you seen their... Um, their their uh, VMA performance, Bradley? Uh, no, I have not seen it. Oh, 
What do I need to know? Well, what you need to know is this. I Okay. They went... Uh, they sold out. I'll just say it. Because their entire performance was Bored Ape NFTs. Oh, okay. Yeah, people are doing that. I'm so done with it. Can Celebrities done? are like thick into it. Can we be done? Like you're already making enough money. You don't need to. We don't. I'm I'm NFT'd out. Well, mostly because we were never NFT in. I was never in. You're right. That's 100 percent true. And this bored ape thing, like I just I don't I don't I'm, I know it's a little get off my lawn. I'm old to, and I don't get it. You're not meant to get it because you're not like I don't know. It is just a it's celebrity just not thing, for us. though. It's it not, not for, for us. us. And I just, it made me, ups- it, not upset, it made me sad because I think a lot of people probably were looking forward to this performance. And then when you see Bored Ape NFTs doing the performing, it's like, womp womp. Yeah. I, I, I'm surprised. I, I, don't, I don't know what the social media reaction was to this performance, but I would imagine people were calling them out. It's frustrating. And I get it. Again, I understand it. You guys all have a stake. You guys being celebrities, a lot of them have a stake in these bored ape NFTs, which I can't even believe. Like, I'm sure there are people who are listening right now who are like, I don't know what those words mean. But it's non-fungible tokens. It's basically a way to make money using the digital blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's really all we need to know, which means we don't know, which means it's not for us. And it's... But they're all getting richer what, because of it, what celebrities. I, what I think is the case is that celebrities, I, I don't want to say are being used because I think people can think for themselves and make their own decisions, but I think that there are people behind the scenes that are choosing to like, try to entice celebrities to become involved in stuff like this because they think that there's, you know, that celebrities have something very powerful, which is their connection to their audience. So if you're mm-hmm. trying to make money and you're trying to educate and a group of people to like start doing something the best way to do that is to get celebrities to do it i mean yeah. we saw that with like online betting and gambling and like you know uh gambling apps and things like that and you know dating apps whatever it is it's like all of a sudden celebrities are talking about xyz and it's because there's somebody coming to them and saying hey we'd love to partner with you we're going to give you a bunch of free stuff or probably allow you to invest in things that the average public can't or at the level that the average public can't and in the process you're going to talk about it and hopefully then that's going to lead to more money for us which is and and all of that i'm like okay i'm good with that within the limits but when you're taking the precious time you've been given to perform on the VMAs yeah. and you turn that into a commercial experience i'm out by yeah it's no, no thanks. thanks. No Not thanks. interested. So that was um, that was a womp womp. Womp womp. So they're my D bags, and again, I hate to say it because I do love them both. All right, Bradley, who's your D uh, bag? My D bag today is the eighties. <gasps> what? I know, I know. Because everybody's dare like, you oh, say I a bad word about 80s. the eighties. I love the eighties. It was so fun. I wish we could go back to the eighties. Everything was so much oh better in the eighties. There was nothing to worry was about. It? You didn't wear a helmet. When you they, just barreled down hills. When they were quote, life was good. Sending facts of life stars to quote fat farms oh. multiple times. Is Ooh. that what we're excited about no. when it comes to the eighties? You're right. I don't really like that part. No. no. So there's a, a story. That I read on the internet, which is frankly not new, and we've known this about yeah. um, people on the facts of life specifically, but also just life in general. And this article tells 
uh, the tale again of Lisa Welchel and how she she didn't struggle with her weight. Now, she might have struggled with people's reaction to her right. fluctuating weight, right? She struggled but with their She struggles struggled with, with society. Yeah. Well, she, you know, again, I'll let her speak for herself. Also, she was on our show, so go listen to Right the here, actually. At the Minnesota State Fair. Uh, you can't probably listen to that podcast because it's probably no longer available. It was like three anyway, or four years uh, ago. You could probably Google it. But the moral of the story is she has talked about this, and this article is kind of just like taking us through that story again. And I just, I read that and I was like, oh, God, like, this is just so, I think it's like important, but equally frustrating and annoying and important and annoying and frustrating, but important. Important Mm -hmm. because... Like, I bet there are a lot of the same pressures happening. Oh, I'm People sure. People don't use the same language, right? Like, nobody... Because they would literally say to her... She'd be like, I'm excited to go back to Texas, like, off-season. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when they weren't filming the show. And they were like, no, you're going to fat, you're going to a fat farm. Here's your tickets. And, like, people... Can you imagine? Rude. Like, you show up for work and somebody says, um, like, no, you're not going to go live your life. You're actually going to go be medically supervised to lose weight. Um... And we just thought that was fine. And, and and nobody seemed to think that that was a problem. Yeah. And it, you know, became normalized, right? And, like, we don't think that way today because, rightfully, some things have changed. But I do think, like, the reason I say it's important is because I just think we forget those things. Mm-hmm. And I bet you anything that they are replaying today in very different ways, probably yeah. far more coded ways because we are a little more savvier with the language we use. Well, I'll tell you you who did not forget, and it's Lisa Welchel. You know what I mean? Like, that's the collateral damage. Well, and I'm glad that she's telling her story. But the more, you know, like, I don't know, man. The 80s were a lot of fun, but I think we Mm -hmm. got to be honest. The 80s were not all that fun for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, well, I will poke fun at us. Not poke fun. I will call us out. Um for the way that we, when we, we used to do a little segment on the show called Rewind or Nevermind. Oh my God. And there yeah. was an episode of Give Me a Break that we watched and we well, could not. It's so absurd. It's so absurd. I'm not, I mean, we were laughing at the absurdity of the way that they dealt with Nell Carter's weight on that show. I mean, Nell Carter's single hand, like, I want somebody to tell that story and maybe they already have, but the way that she had to maneuver through time and space at a time when people felt completely comfortable so much so that the episode Colleen is mentioning is literally an episode where she joins like fat fighters it's it's called Porco Porco she joins a support group called Porco true story nobody is bothered by this at all and the whole the whole support group is them making fun of each other yes and singing self-loathing songs about their uh their Body sizes. Yes. It is the most absurd thing, but I think that's why we poked fun at it. We did. It was but a half-hour the... show of just you would never see this <laughs> in today's song, climate. We can't, we can't do it. We just I think can't. we should just not do that. No, I think that's probably a good. Yeah, we've done it before. Yeah, we've Google done it a lot. It. You can Google it. Just Google. You, I think. Give I'm pretty me a break, sure you Porco. can still watch the episode. Oh yeah. Uh, I think we watched it on YouTube. And it's just it's so cringy because you know. See, here's the thing. Attitudes and times and opinions and language has changed, yep. right? We get better, I think, over time, generally speaking. But, like, it's always going to be painful. So, like, yeah. even if somebody's laughing at a joke 20, 40, 40 years ago. Ooh, oh, my God. That was rude. That was ago, so rude. Somebody might be um, uncomfortable. But, or I'm saying, like, 40 years ago, that 
It did not. I'm sure it did not feel good for Nell Carter no. walking in a room and no. part of your job that day is to make fun of yourself, right? For something that everyone else thinks is totally fair game, and nobody else has a say. Like the, the people involved don't have a say. Yeah. Uh, the, is, the other piece, uh, you know, it's funny because I think about that actually a lot when we are watching. We love to watch old stuff with our kids that we loved when we were kids. Yeah, for sure. And one of the things you really have to be cognizant of when you're showing kids something from another era is providing a context for them to understand how different the climate was or how di- how differently we understood things or how we didn't understand things. Well, um, I imagine and what they're constantly changed. like, oh my God, yeah. that's offensive. Honestly, <laughs> they'll say it too. They'll be like, are you serious? And, you know, and and it's hard. You have to do it in a way that you're not like, it was the 80s. We did that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because you have to have an awareness of how, how things have changed and why they've changed and give them the context for that. And Because it's obnoxious. And also, I think the reminder, too, is like, sometimes we didn't, like, we might have changed. But, like, there are other people like, yeah, so that sucked for the last 40 years. Yeah. So thanks for arriving to the place that I already was. Because you imagine Lisa Welchel was like... Um, not allowed to sort of deal with that out loud and in public for a very long time. Right. And and by the way, yeah. if you go back and look at her and, and uh, like, I'm not one to like actually judge her body, but to say like the standards, you will tell that we have changed our standards mm-hmm. by what society, the standard that society held her to at the time is just mind-blowing. It's unbelievable. Yeah, because if you look at her, you're like, you look like a perfectly normal, healthy woman. Absolutely. And, like, I don't think she would get any of that pushback today. I would hope not. Although, that's not to say that I don't think there are things people, you know... We're... Things were problematic then. Things are problematic still. I'm sure there's still some stuff. It's real problem-y. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show... I would like to just offer you all a candy dish of pop culture goodness that you might not even realize is right before you. Uh, And it has to do with Addison Ray's family and what is going on. You guys, just sit where you are, put your feet up, and I'm going to take you on a journey of pop culture happiness after this on my talk 107.1. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Uh, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We are live. Hey. There you are. We, we are live from the Minnesota State Fair. And yes, indeed, we do want to say thank you also to Red Cow and Red Rabbit because they are bringing us to you. Uh, okay, so um, I just I wanna I am I think I'm gonna be obsessed with this story, and uh, I want to bring you all into the pop culture candy dish with me. So, if I say the name Addison Ray, what does that tell you? Addison Ray TikTok. She's a big TikTok yeah, star. Yeah, she's a Huge. big TikTok uber celebrity. But here's the thing, and I think we've discovered this in the past about Addison Ray. She's not alone. Her family is like TikTok royalty. So, she's got two parents who also have mega followings on the TikTok as well. Um, and we started to learn, we, I, I know other people knew about their entire family, but we on the Colleen and Bradley show really kind of started to pay attention to them when there was a big cheating scandal involving Addison Ray's dad, Monty Lopez, right? Mm-hmm. So this whole scandal broke wide open uh, where he had been cheating on his wife. Now, what I didn't know is they had been divorced or not divorced, but they had split up 
many, many years ago because of cheating. Okay. And then they got back together so in 2017. So this is not the first time he's uh, stepped out. No. And I would just like to remind everybody about what they say about people who step out on relationships. Once that might, they show you who uh, they are, believe, believe them. them. So, um, so anyway, we started. So we kind of were paying. And that's when I realized, like, oh, it wasn't just her that had this huge TikTok following. They're literally TikTok royalty. Then, on the VMAs the other night, we saw her mother show up. And this is what everybody's talking about. And now I'm all in on this entire family drama. Um, What they were talking about is Addison's mother, Addison Ray's mother, uh, on the red carpet with a rapper by the name of Young Gravy. Oh, yeah. He's like... Uh, You're he's, a big fan. The kids I'm love a him. I'm a big fan. The kids love him. He's on the TikToks. He's on the TikToks. They, they use his music on the TikToks, right? Correct. So her her mother's name is... Oof. Something Easterling. Uh, and I can't remember the first name. Anyway, she's a mom of a 20-something. Yep. So do math. I mean, you know, she's got to be above the age of 40-something. Yep. And she is on the red carpet, draped on the arm of Young Gravy. And Young Gravy, do you know what the gist of his rapping is? No. Gravy? No. He likes to sing about... Mm, I feel like I can say the word oh on God. the air. Oh, God. It's, it's what it stands for that I can't say. He likes to rap about MILF. Not milk. Oh, he likes to date older women. Yeah, but he also likes, like, that is his entire, entire persona. Oh, so this is like a no-brainer. First Completely. of all, like, this is just one big Kardashian. This is These are like the Kardashians on the TikTok. Okay, so I'm so glad you said that, because that is exactly when I... And also, remember, Addison Ray tried to break into the Kardashian world. Do you remember? Yeah, she was friends with Courtney, right? She was super, like, distractingly besties with Courtney. And I think it wasn't until Travis Barker that showed up that, like, they stopped being, like, their own publicationship. So I think she's been dabbling, meaning she being Addison Ray has been trying to dabble with, like, the Kardashian lifestyle. Because that's, I think, what they wanted to be, like, TikTok royalty the whole family like the Kardashians, but for TikTok. Anyway, long story short, or longer, I don't know, her mom, Addison Ray's mom, and Young Gravy have not yet confirmed their relationship. However, Young Gravy would like you to know. He hit on her first, and she's totally his type. Okay. And this is like a thing. Well, this, yeah, again, like she distanced herself from her husband after it was clear that he was cheating on her and sending like messages to all sorts of women because then he was cheating on the woman he was cheating on yep. his wife with. So he was like double, triple cheating, if that's an actual thing. Uh-huh. And then she like changed her Instagram. I mean, this is so juvenile. Oh, it gets and juvenile. Also, and also, these people all have millions of followers. And so they are moving. Converse. I mean, lest you think this is just a bunch of people being petty on social media, Mm-mm. these people are making millions of dollars a year. Millions. So this drama suits them, is my point. Yeah, and it's going to work for them. Now, here's the thing. Remember I said it gets juvenile-er? Yeah. So apparently it was a big kerfuffle that um, obviously after Addison Ray's dad, Monty Lopez, after that whole cheating scandal became public... She unfollowed him on social on all of his social accounts, 
Um, but she also shortly after that, like a few within a few days, also unfollowed her mother. So now, of course, that 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 speaks volumes, right? She's not even following her parents on TikTok. Oh my god, that's so can rough. you believe it? Yeah. Well, she's also got millions of dollars to protect. So she doesn't need to be close to her family drama. She needs to look like she's somehow separating herself from her parents' drama. Exactly. Which, again, this all just suits everyone delightfully in the family. And I am here for all of it. Because there's, if there's, if there's, what I love is a messy family. I do. I do just, I love a messy family. Well, this family is definitely serving you mess. They are. And they're doing it in such a grandiose way. I mean, that... Because here's why I'm fascinated. It's not just what we're seeing. It's also what we're supposed to be intuiting that they're saying to each other, right? So her showing up, Addison Ray's mom, showing up on the red carpet, draped all over the side of Young Gravy, is a clear and present middle finger to Monty Lopez. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Who's already given several fingers. But do you think any of this is real? That's my point. No! And that's why I love it even more. Yeah. I just, it's, to, it's super, well, I would, at least the Young Gravy and uh, Addison Ray Mama, the Easterling, I can't remember her first name, and I don't feel like looking it up because it's not important <laughs> to me. That part is not important to me. That, that whole scene is obviously like a publication show. Yeah, I, like, and again, I don't know what's really going on behind the scenes. I, it's just clear to me that this family understands the power of the medium that they are using because, again, they, 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 they are no different than the Kardashians as far as I'm concerned. Right. They're just like a messier version of that, but they are like using their mess uh, for success. Oh. Yeah. Get that yeah. on a t-shirt. Mess for success. But you're right. And, and I think one of the reasons, anybody who tries to do what the Kardashians do I'm I I am I'm all in on it. I'm curious about it because they're never going to be able to do it to the degree that the Kardashians do it. So it's all a little Farrah Abraham but messy. They are, but they are sort of the next generation, right? Like again, I mean, be, I suppose you're be right. careful because we used to say like you know the Kardashians were. Like, oh, they're just a trashy family looking for attention. That's true. Well, guess what? They're now billionaires. Yeah, so all of be them. very careful who you throw shade at because they will use that shade to grow a cash crop and turn it into billions. And we'll still be sitting here. Yeah. Which is great. And I'm glad I'm sitting I here. I do not, trust me, I do not want any part of that experience. 100%. Yeah. If think- you, now, the 20 year old version of me would have been all about it. But the 47 year old version of me is like, run. Away. Well, I was gonna say, Run you away. know, let let the record state you will never find Bradley Trainer on the arm of Young Gravy. No, that is for sure. At least not the rapper. Or getting if millions like of TikTok f- followers. Freshly made gravy, you might be sausage gravy more, for he's biscuits. In. Yes, he's in. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. Uh, <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, you know, each and every day at the fair, there is some sort of theme. Well, today is Military Appreciation Day. And uh, each and every year, thank you. <laughs> and each and every year, uh, we like to do a little something to observe our military. And uh, when we come back, we are going to talk about a military-owned business that we have a very special relationship with on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, and I will just say, I saw 
I saw the red truck driving around today. Oh, that's cool. And oh, I said, like around your neighborhood, not like the no, fair. not at the fair. I, I was like, but it was oh, on they're the way, out at the fair. No, it was on the way out here. I saw the red truck for Hero Home Services, oh, yes. and when you when you realize that that is a military owned company, it really does give new uh, meaning to the title Hero. Uh, and we will be talking with somebody from Hero Home Services when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.